Today's daf is Masechet Tani is daf Chavav. One of the central topics of the final chapter, the final parak in our Masechet Tani, are the public fast days commemorating the destruction of the temples, the first and second temple. Our opening Mishnah lists the tragic events of the seventeenth of Tammuz and the ninth of Av, the actual destruction. Three weeks before the actual destruction of the Beit Hamikdash of the ninth of Av, that was the first. And the second was the 17th of Tammuz, which was when Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, the walls were breached. That was the Babylonians in the time of the first temple. The Gemara on 28a, Kaf Aleph, in a few days' time, quotes a pasuk from the Book of Malachim. However, that says that the walls were actually breached on the 9th of Tammuz. Answers the Gemara, which one is it? Why are we fasting on the 17th? Yes, this is true when it comes to the first Beit HaMikdash, the first temple, the walls were breached on the 9th, but the second Beit HaMikdash, the walls were breached on the 17th of the month of Tammuz. Interestingly, the Yerushalmi Tanit gives a different answer. That really, it was the 17th for both. The walls were breached in both instances, hundreds of years apart, of course. 17th of Tammuz, the walls were breached, and that led to the eventual destruction of the temple, but there was a mistaken calculation because of the stress and worry, the commentaries there explain, of the doom that was to come, and the date was listed as the 9th of Tammuz. So interesting, should there be a difference in the way that we practice? In Shulchan Aruch, Taf, Kuf, Mem, Tes, in the laws of fasting, the Machaber, Rav Yosef Karo writes that we keep the 17th day of Tammuz as the fast day, for the for the breaching of the walls, because the first temple in the end of the day was rebuilt. So which of the destructions was more severe? We go by the second temple, the second Beit HaMikdash. Us not having a Beit HaMikdash today is because of the second temple. Therefore, we follow the 17th and not the 9th. Shulchan Aruch clearly is going in the pathway of the Bavli, our version of the Talmud. Comes the Magan of Ram and says, why don't we fast on the 9th and the 17th of Tammuz? And he brings in the Ramban, we don't want to cause too much stress and burden for the public. However, a Baal Nefesh, he says, a person who is able and at that level maybe should fast on both days, that all this, of course, is only according to the Bavli version of this law. What is the significance of the breaching the walls of Yerushalayim? That we take on this Avelut, this sadness, this fasting, Well, those are Breitowitz in his essays and parts. Pinchas, Tavshinai and Tess, 5779, brings a Pasuk in from the book of Eicha, the fourth chapter of Eicha, the Megillah that we read on Tisha B'Av. Nobody believed. The kings didn't believe and the people didn't believe that the city of Jerusalem could have actually been destroyed. The gates could have been knocked down. The idea that Jerusalem could be breached was simply inconceivable. After all, the Babylonians were not the first attempt to take Yerushalayim. Sancheirev, the king of Assyria, tried and, and failed to conquer the city years earlier. As the prophets teach us, 185,000 soldiers laid siege and they were all killed. It was the night of Pesach. The Midrash says, from that number of 185,000 who were killed, there were only a few survivors. Some versions have four, some have five, some ten, some fourteen. Very few survivors from that battle. It seemed the city was unconquerable. Nebuchadnezzar apparently was one of those survivors. 
He came back sending his general Nebuzaradan. Three and a half years he laid siege on Jerusalem, but he couldn't breach. The one version of what happened is that the wall sunk into the ground. While another version of the Gemara Sanhedrin, Sadiq Bez, was that the wall was easily breached because it was quote-unquote ground-up flour, and therefore he shouldn't be so haughty about his ability to destroy the, to destroy the walls. What this means, explain the Nefesh Chaim Rechaim Velozhenim, is that Yerushalayim Shomata, the Jerusalem down here on earth, is linked to the Jerusalem above. As long as the Yerushalayim Shomal is intact, then the Jerusalem down below will be intact. It's all dependent on the deeds of the Jewish people. Hence the metaphor of ground of flower. Nebuchadnezzar has nothing to be proud of. Now all of a sudden it became on people's minds that the temple could actually be destroyed, something they could not have fathomed before the walls were breached. Therefore, this actually symbolized the beginning of the end, which as we know is exactly what happened. So for us, 2,000 years and counting, we have our work cut out for us to build up Yerushalayim Shomata, the Jerusalem on high, with our deeds in this world down here. To be able to merit the rebuilding of Yerushalayim Shamata, the Jerusalem down below, speedily in our days. Amen.